So this is going to sound really bad, but somewhere deep down, I laugh when someone says that they're a perfect parent or they're trying to be a perfect parent. (laughs) Yeah, right. There's no such thing as a perfect parent. So just be a great one. So I'm not a parent myself, but I am dating a woman with two little girls. And I can tell you from personal experience that... Um, the way we talk to our children becomes their inner voice. Kids are like little Marines. Those, like those little people are tough. They will test your parenting gangster. And if they see a rule that they don't see fit, they will try to bend it in any possible way. So as a parent, when you stand for something, you have to stand for it all the way, not just halfway. Hi guys, I'm Ashley D and welcome back to the Audaciously Me podcast. Today we will be discussing how childhood experiences can affect adulthood. If you would like to follow me on any of my social medias, I will drop the link for those in the description. Thank you all so much for tuning in. We will be right back with today's discussion right after this brief promotion about what you can expect in the next four weeks. Hey guys, I will be hosting a segment of four episodes called Heard that will be all about women and what most women desire. I wanted to create this so some amazing women can come on and be their true authentic self. Let's face it, sometimes the world can be so cruel to women, especially black women. We're mostly left unprotected and undervalued. We will discuss some interesting topics and even give you a few fun facts about us. So stay tuned. Okay, welcome back. So first things first, before we get started, I want to leave you guys with a gem very early on. So the gem is the solution to every parenting problem starts with 10 words. And those 10 words are, I'm here. I hear you. How can I help you? So today I also have a special guest to help me discuss this topic. And that special guest is K-Mo with that heat. What's up, K-Mo? What's happening? (laughs) So y'all, believe it or not, those first three clips that you heard at the beginning of this episode, we were doing a practice discussion just to see how everything would sound on our new system that we're using to record this podcast on. And we actually just took those and we placed them in because they would go so well with what we're going to be discussing today. And I also wanted to come back with this because I felt so good after my last parenting episode, you know, my five top reasons to be an active parent. I felt like this would go great right after that. So we're going to be discussing things that our childhood Well, I'm sorry, things that happened in our childhood that affected us in adulthood. Number one, this is number one that you should always do with all your kids. Actively listen to what your kids have to say. Now, we are almost 30. So when we were growing up back in the 90s, it was very hard to really even have a voice as a child because Mm -hmm. the generation then 
they felt as though you are a child, you're dumb, you're stupid, you can't tell me anything, I'm grown, I've been here longer than you. But in all actual reality, kids actually see stuff that we don't even see half the time, especially within ourselves, Uh right? Yeah. So I say that because my kids have taught me a lot. And Kmo, he doesn't have any kids, but he's been with me a little over a year now. Like, haven't you learned a lot more from 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 them too? Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have. Like, what's what's one of the best lessons they've taught you within this year? One of the best lessons they've taught me? Yes. Hmm. Dang. <laughs> I mean, like, in this short amount of time, they didn't, they didn't taught me a lot. I think one of the best lessons they've taught me is that everybody in the household should have, or everybody in the household should have a chance to provide some type of input on, you know, what goes on. Mm-hmm. Because, like how you say it, you know, there are things that, you know, they've taught you. Like, there's things that they've taught me. And it's like, you know, they stay here in this house, too. So, to make a decision. And, I mean, like, you know how, you know, the adults of the household, they're the primary people that make decisions. But it wouldn't hurt to just see where your child or children's head are when there's something going on in the household and you want to know how to go about it because they might actually give you a better idea than you had yourself. Right, because kids, when I tell you kids are brutally honest, they will honestly tell you exactly what's wrong. They won't beat around the bush. I mean, they might... Beat around the bush when they feel like they'll get in trouble. But mine, they don't care. They'll come right on out and say it, especially Lauren, the little six-year-old I'm always telling y'all about. Mm-hmm. It was last weekend, y'all. She came home. It's probably Kelvin. Greatest lesson right here. I'm going to tell you this. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was like, come on, y'all. We're going to clean up. That way we have, you know, a clean house going into the week. So Lauren was like, why I got to clean up? And everybody else ain't got to clean up. She said that. Because Kelvin was on the computer, I was washing dishes, and what was she doing? Getting some, getting some clothes yeah, together she, to put she up. Was getting clothes off of the table to put up, and she was like, "Well, mommy in there washing dishes, and somebody's <laughs> sitting on the laptop, and me, I'm kind of looking like, you know, there's somebody that washed dishes every day for the past few days and folded up all them clothes and stuff, but." Like Ashley said, that was one of the lessons that, you know, I was taught, you know, like, yeah, you did stuff for the week, but, you know, Ashley was like, everybody come on, let's clean up. So everybody come on, let's clean up. Okay, I guess she said, you here too. So when she says everybody, that means you too. And, you know, right. I'm the parent. I'm going to call you out to see how tough you really are. I was like, say your name. Who you talking about? Who is somebody? She said, Him? And I turned around and looked at her like, who is him? 
But when I tell y'all she meant it, she didn't flinch. She didn't blink, blink an eye. She said it and she kept going. Mm-hmm. And some people may look at that as like, that was so disrespectful. But she was being honest. She was telling exactly how she felt. And she didn't feel like she's been gone all weekend. Why do I have to come in and help y'all with something that y'all created while I was gone? So I felt it. But I did tell her, you know, you can't just just go off the handle like that now. You have to respect him because he's still an adult. She gets it. But she going to voice her opinion because she looks at it as, I live here too. This is my house too, okay? (laughs) She had no problem saying that. So... Again, with actively listening to your kids, you know, I talked about in the last episode how Bella was going through some stuff at school. And plus, she's 10. Her body's changing. So she's going through that normal female stage. And it's like, I wasn't expecting it. I'm not ready for it. But I'm going to have to get ready because it's coming. And for a while, I used to be a little party girl, so I really didn't sit down and pay attention to them. Like, they would say stuff to me, but I never just really paid attention to it. So lately, like, throughout this whole pandemic, like, I know a lot of y'all are probably upset about it. I'm glad this happened. I looked at it as a blessing because so many good things have come out of it. I used to work jobs late at night and only got to see my kids, my very own kids, every other weekend because their dad gets them on the weekends that, you know, we, we, what's the word I'm looking? Yeah. We alternate (laughs) weekends. So that was hard. And now that they have me every day, just about, I could tell that it basically changed their whole life back around and they don't want to be anywhere else, but with mama. (laughs) So, I have to sit down and talk to Bella and really hear her out and know her problems because I don't want her going to her friends who haven't even lived life long enough to give her advice on things that I should be talking to her about and I should be listening to her own. Like any problem that she has, you know, I had to talk to her and tell her, come talk to me. Let me know what's going on. I'm your mother. Half of the stuff that bothering you, I can guarantee you I have been through it or I'm going through it. We could talk about it. And she understands that. And she has been on her best behavior lately. I can say that. She's not on the phone all day long. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah, it doesn't change. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It has changed. She's playing with her sister more. So moving right along. Now this one, this is a tough one right here because Sometimes uh, I have a little problems with it. It's show good judgment and stick to your rules. Sometimes I tend to think that I'm being a little too hard on them. So I tend to bend my rules a little bit. Like the last episode when I talked about the incident with TikTok. I told them they will never be on TikTok again. And they on TikTok again. But it's only on my phone. They can't get on TikTok just freely by themselves. And I only put them on TikTok so they can do like little fun videos to promote their YouTube channel. So, yeah. 
I didn't stick to that rule. And I can honestly say growing up, my mama pretty much stuck with all of hers. Like she meant what she said and said what she meant and she wasn't going back on it. Even if I felt like it wasn't fit for anything. Like some of them I did feel was a little unfair, but now as an adult, I see where she was coming from. I see why she put those rules there. Like I couldn't even have a boy at first. She was like, you can't have a boyfriend until you're 16. What? So you know I snuck and got one. Come on now. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> I snuck and got one. And when she found out, oh, boy, was I in trouble. Then she's going to say, you're not allowed to date until you're 18. 18? Hey, <laughs> what, girl? I see why now, cause them boys didn't mean me no good. Look at me now. Just look at me, <laughs> fast. <laughs> no, nah, but for real though, I get what she was saying. Now, like, did your mom or dad put down a rule that you didn't feel was fair, but they stuck with it? My daddy. He did it plenty of times. Like, one time, he know, like, as a child, we like to play the game. So, me and my brother did something to our sister. I can't even remember what it was. But he was like, all right, no game for a year. Ooh. A year. Wrote the wrote the date on the board, on, not on the board. Wrote the date on the paper, on a piece of paper, and put that piece of paper on the refrigerator. <laughs> and do you not know, we didn't touch that game for a year. <laughs> he said it, and he meant it, like straight up, no games for a year. So can I come in and insert a little question right fast? See, you already know what I'm about to ask. Then why you playing so much now? <laughs> <laughs> no, because I, so I y'all look, he gets up before he has a chance to wash his ass. That video game is on. It's on. Like he don't even tell me good morning. He just cranked that game up, put his headset on, and I don't know what kind of jobs. All his homeboys have, but he is never on that game without a homeboy or two. <laughs> like never. I I don't I don't get it. They probably texting him right now, asking him to get on the game. Probably is. Mm-hmm. See, I, I you know, one of them working from home, and the other they just how he working from home and he on the video game all day. <laughs> I got two working from they got home. To be a good one job, one man. don't care. He played the video games while he working from home. The other one, he treated like he actually still going to work. You know, he'd be like, I don't get off until such and such. And we'd be like, you at the house. See, that's but, a good model employee right there. Y'all should all be like that homeboy right there. Mm-hmm. Yup. Mm. So, moving right along. <clears throat> the next one is stay in control of your emotions. Ooh, I used to be so bad at it, at that. Like when I tell y'all, my emotions used to be all over the place. Whenever I would get frustrated from just having a long day, and y'all I swear all my kids would say, "Is mama? Can you come play with us? Mama, can you do this? Mama, can you do that? Mama, mama, I'm hungry. Mama, this. Mama, that." Yeah, I would holler because they were getting on my nerves, and 
I should have no, never done that. Like that could scar a child. Just hollering at them and they know that they didn't do anything wrong. And then they're like, dang, what did I do? Mama in there fussing. Mama's hollering. Did I say something wrong? And I don't, I don't want my kids to think that they're saying or doing anything wrong by me fussing. And I think I maybe fussed, what, one time this year because they needed to go to bed before school started. But I didn't really, did I raise my voice? I don't think I really raised my voice. No, I don't think you raised your voice. I just think you said it, you know, you was real stern. Very sternly, yeah, okay. when you said it. Okay, because I've been trying not to yell. And like, whenever they're in trouble, I try not to yell whenever they, I'm lowering my words. Whenever they upset me, I try not to yell. I try to take a deep breath, sit them down, and have a talk. Now, Tawana Dumas, on the other hand, baby, when she was mad at us, she was mad at, well, it was mostly me. I gave my, I gave my mama hell. I'm sorry, mama. I love you. <laughs> I love you. I really do. Well, what you was finna say, I actually can say for my mom. Like, when she was mad, she was mad. And she okay. would come in there yelling at whoever was, was in sight. Because we used to be like, for our mama, we used to actually be like out of sight, out, out of sight, out of mind. Because if my mama didn't see you, she really ain't say much, you know. She ain't just holler out to see if you was around or nothing like that. But if she saw you, and you wasn't doing something that she felt like you should be doing? Oh, she she yelling. Like. Okay, my mama used to yell over the smile stuff. I don't work eight, nine hours to make sure y'all got food on the table. Y'all couldn't go to the mailbox. Y'all couldn't take the trash out. Oh, y'all couldn't cook. Baby, you told us don't touch that stove. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know... As I got older, my go-to meal was spaghetti. I, I cooked the heck out of some spaghetti back then and some sloppy joe. Yeah, I could. Hey, we couldn't eat no healthy meal with me because I couldn't. Hmm, I knew how to cook, but I didn't like to then. I still don't like to now, but I would rather do it now than spend money because I got to spend my money to get food. <laughs> so, yeah. But Tawana, she wasn't playing no games now. One of us got in trouble. We all got in trouble. Right. I could have been at home. You know what? As a matter of fact, this was when I was pregnant with Bella. I was at home, belly big, watching Deal or No Deal. Okay, I had the car, so I had to go pick my sister up. My mom, where your sister at? Baby, I don't know. I do not know. I'm fixing to go pick her up. We get back. Let's get in trouble. So did I. And I'm like, baby, I've been here with you all night. All night. Why am I getting fussed at? I had to go pick her up. She had to call me when it was over. I don't know when. I didn't know when it ended. But, you know, I had to ride or die for my sister, man. Hmm. But it got me in trouble. I wasn't even ride or dying half the time. <laughs> I was getting in trouble. I still be mad about that. But you know what's funny though? What that? The only person that didn't really get in trouble was Colin. But he the young, you know, he the baby. Mama's boy. He didn't get in trouble. That see, that, if if anything, that is why he didn't get in trouble. Not that he the youngest. Because you know with us, Jada the youngest. And my mama and Jada go back and forth like two grown women instead of mother and daughter. I'm telling you, it's something about y'all boys. Mama love the boys. 
It's it well probably is. Nah, I can't even say that. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say probably it's the baby boy, but nah, I can't even say that because you know what? We gonna ask the people. What do y'all think it is with mothers and sons? Like you can tell the difference. You can tell the relationship difference now. I was the firstborn. My sister was the secondborn, and my brother was the little one. And he didn't get in trouble at all. But if he did something, he didn't get in trouble. We got in trouble. Hmm. And y'all, my mama probably going to be mad at me if she listened to this. But I remember staying in um, an, an apartment. And they came down one Christmas to visit. They were staying with me. And I think my brother did something to hurt my mama's feelings. Y'all, my mama was crying. I was like, girl, if you don't get up and go wear him out like you used to do what? She done got solved. Man, I don't even think he know what a good whooping is. See, I know what a good whooping is. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. I definitely know what a good one is. I can is. still feel him right now. But I, I just had to look at her. I was like, girl, ain't no way you sitting up here acting like this. I had to pick her up, put a crown back on her head and remind her who she was. But then when I did that, she want to start talking crazy. I like, now you weren't just doing that a few minutes ago, but it's all right. It's all love. Yeah. That's my mama's heart right there. I can understand why her feelings were hurt. You had to remember who she was. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so last but not least, it show lots of love during quality time. Now, I don't do this as often. But whenever we're sitting up watching movies, I like to try to cuddle with them and hold them and hug them and let them know, you know, I love you. I'm here. And also, when we're just playing outside, I try to remind them of their worth. Because I have little girls. And little girls can easily develop some insecurity issues and I don't ever want them to have to go through that so I always tell them you're beautiful mama loves you I kiss them on the forehead hug them or either sometimes like randomly walking by like walking by each other in the house we'll just hug each other (laughs) I don't know why but we do and like Lauren she's she's the little sensitive thug I must say, if I'm sitting somewhere and I guess she has a moment where she wants to take a break from what she's doing, she'll come sit up under me and hug me and just have a little small conversation. Then she'll leave. I try to always have those little small conversations with her. But sometimes she waits until I get really, really busy. And I'm like, now, when I was wanting all this love and affection earlier, you didn't want to have anything to do with me. Now that I have something to do and my attention is somewhere else. You want to come hug on me and kiss on me? Mama, what you doing? What you doing? That's my baby, though. That's my baby. (laughs) It is. Now, with me growing up, since my mama had to work so much, being a single mother, we didn't have too many quality times. But when we did, she always took us out of town. And she treated, you know, she treated us like some little princesses and prince. Yeah, because it's only one, a prince. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she did. I can't say she did. She did that there. 
She did show us a lot of love, a lot of tough love now. But it was love. Yeah. <laughs> hey. It was love. Some people would say tough love is the best love. Sometimes I give a lot of tough love, but I don't know. Sometimes it puts me in some crazy situations. Well, well, see, I know with us, like with me and my parents and spending quality time, we spend quality time. Like we would go different places and, you know, be together as a family. <laughs> but at the house, I know it's like, you know, me and you talked about it before. It was like my mama and like the way she would just talk to us, like her kids, you know, on most days. And my dad would just be like, you know, you got to learn to talk to your children. Mm-hmm. And it'll be like my mama would always like she cook. And then after she cooked, she'd be like, you know, y'all come eat while the food hot. And when we come in there to get some food. She'll be like, you know, everybody eat at the table. And, you know, that's her trying to spend some quality time with us at home. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it's so much hollering and fussing and negativity coming from mama most times to where we would just get our food, go back in the room where we was, watch TV, play the game, something like that. And, you know, growing up, getting older and looking back at it now, it's like, even though all that was going on, you know, you probably should have took the time to sit down and eat and yeah. talk to mama. Well, it's not too late. It's, it's not because <laughs> you definitely know, like, now mama called me, you know. Mm-hmm. Hey, Morgan. And, and <laughs> you know, asking what I'm doing. How Ashley, how the girls. When I'm going to come over there, help her do this or that. You know, so she she's really trying now since we're older and leaving the house and all that. Right. But I really just wanted to do this episode to tell some struggling parents and even new parents that feel like you don't have a hold on things. Girl, it is OK. Men, it is OK. Like none of this is learned overnight. Like, all things are obtained through wisdom and knowledge. And if you want that, you got to go learn it. Like the best example of how you are as a parent is how your kids are right now. Because being a parent and being patient with miniature yous, <laughs> that will show you the areas that you need to work on. Like, my area is, like, I'm very quiet, sometimes very soft-spoken if I don't know the person that I'm talking to, but I am very outspoken when I feel like my voice needs to be heard in a situation that I don't feel is right. And sometimes I have to tell myself, Ashley, everything that comes up does not have to come out. And when I tell you, I see that in my kids every day, like, i I've been doing pretty good, though. I've been working on trying to change that up, trying not to snap out so quick because they're watching and they pick up on everything. But I just thank the Lord that I am doing 
a good job because they say when your kids are away from you, how they act shows the kind of parent that you actually are. Right. Mine don't get in trouble. They don't cause trouble. Like, they are very popular in that school. Like, I call up them. This is Ashley. Oh, you're Bella's and her sister's mom. Okay. Um, They know me. They know them. Like, they are loved. Every last one of their teachers want a classroom full of them. And hey, if you have a classroom full of them, where's the balance, you know? Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, do not get discouraged. Whatever you are struggling with as a parent, reach out to somebody. Most, of, I'm going to tell you this. Most of the things that I've learned, I've learned through years of being a parent from trial and error, and I've learned from strangers because everybody has a different way of parenting and teaching their kids. Everybody approaches things different. So always, always look for some kind of advice from somebody. Anybody can help that's a parent. Like this journey is not easy. I will have a teenager. I might as well say two years because her birthday is next month. She'll be 11 in two years. I'm not ready. Oh, I'm not ready. Cause I, I was a terrible teenager, y'all. Oh, I'm not ready. Cause they say your kids are ten times worse than what you were. I'm glad I already got gray hairs. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, I won't get no more right now. But Kmo, do you have any last words before we wrap this thing on up? <clears throat> not really, but I will say that you know. For those that don't have kids, but like plan to have some someday, or, you know, if you don't have kids and you date someone with kids, it, it'll open your eyes up to a lot of things. Like, you know, it'll it'll show you a different perspective. Mm-hmm. This job ain't easy. Ooh, it ain't easy. But anywho, that's all I have for you guys today. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you, everyone who listens. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I cannot say that enough. But anyways, toodles until next week. Bye.